This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Rabotai, this year, the fast of Asara B'Tevet happens at a very uh, particular time. It happens on Friday, which means that literally you go into Shabbat hungry and, uh, and, you're, and you break your fast. And you break your fast while you're hungry. So the question is, uh, about the specific halachot that have to do with Asra B'Tevet. What are the specific uh, halachot that have to do with Asra B'Tevet that fall out on, on Friday? And we're going to see there are a few of them. So first of all, why is it that we fast on Friday? It's, it's interesting. First of all, before we say that, there's a very famous uh, Abu Draham. Abu Draham, Rabbi David Abu Draham, lived in Spain, in the bottom of Spain, in the Castilia section. Of, of, of Spain, uh, next to where the Tur and the Rosh also lived in the Castilla, whereas the Rashba and others, they lived in Catalonia, but he he has he had tremendous influence on our Minagim. Uh, they called him Harada, Rav David Abu Draham. And in Amudresh Nundal, it brought down in the Bet Yosef, he says, Asaratevet, Mishune Mishartaniot. It's different from Altaniot. Because if it would have fell on Shabbat, you wouldn't have pushed it off to another date because it's written on this day, like on Yom Kippurim. And asks, and, 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 and asks the Bet Yosef, I don't know where he gets this from. I don't know where he gets this from. So Rav Chaim Brisker, in one of the stencils, explains that every single fast is dependent upon the Chodesh, on the month. It's written that on the month of Tisha B'Av, you have to fast. In other words, how could Asar B'Tevet be more machmir than Tisha B'Av? Tisha B'Av falls out on Shabbat, we push it off to Sunday. But here, Asar B'Tevet, if it would have fell out on Shabbat, we'd have to fast. Ha'itachet, is that possible? She says, because Tisha B'Av is dependent upon the, the day of the, the month. It says, B'Chodesh, uh, there's a pasuk like that, on the Chodesh, that you're supposed to fast. And also, Tzom Gedalia, it's dependent upon the Chodesh, and also the Yudzain B'Tamuz, it's the month where during the month, the time of Yudzain was the best time of the month. But if it doesn't happen then, it's still dependent upon the month. But only by, um, by, by uh, Asara B'Tevet, it's written in Yecheskel, Chavdalit Be'etzam Ayomazeh, that it's a din in the day. It's a special day, Asara B'Tevet. Different than all other times. It's the, the, the day, the tragedy that they breached the, 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 the wall. It's a specific din in the day. It's not necessarily the month was a bad month. They, they connected it to the month more. They connected it to the day. So that's that's a, one interesting um, uh, point. So it does fall out on Friday sometimes. So when it falls out on Friday, the uh, the, the agur sefer agur brought down in the Bet Yosef siman tav kuf nun in Orachaim says the following. Katav agur b'shem shibole aleket. These are all the old sources. We don't read the Sefer Torah Mincha on Erev Shabbat. Presumably because it's a Tircha de Tzibura. People have to get ready for Shabbat. So we don't want to make a Tircha de Tzibura. So we lift that Minhag of, written, of, of, of reading Vaychal. And the Bet Yosef says the Minhag is not that way. Rather we read the Sefer Torah on uh, on on. Uh, Asarat B'tevet falls out on a Friday. The Ramah uh, writes this as well. The Ramah writes this. But Yosef, the, the, not everything's written in the Bet Yosef has to be written in the Shulchan Aruch. 
But the Ramah usually adds on a lot of things. That's why we say we do this. Faradim do a lot of things like the Ramah. And it's written like this uh, because a lot of it is just r- r- writings from the Bet Yosef. Uh, details that he didn't write. The Ramah wanted to add it on. And he writes over here as well that if Shabbat, Erev Shabbat, the fast falls on Erev Shabbat, which is only by Asra B'tivet, B'tiv, Korim B'Shacharit U'B'Mincha Vaychal. We read Vaychal. So he says that the Minag is to read Vaychal. It's interesting, the great Gaon from Meknes in the 1800s, one of the greatest Geonim in Morocco, Rabbi Rafael Birdugo. He, was, uh, he wrote many, many Sfarim and many Talmidim. He's buried in the old cemetery of Meknes. And he wrote several Torot Emet. In Torot Emet, on Simatav Kufnun, he writes, Min hagenu eino ela kesvarat ha'agur. Our minhag is like the agur. Which means, not to read the Sefer Torah, mincha, this coming Friday. That's what, that's what he writes. That's what he writes. The, um, in, in, uh, when, I, when I was writing my Sefer Magen Avot, this is in the year 2004, I was a young boy, yes. Uh, I had the zikhut of spending time with one of the, uh, one of the great um, uh, uh, pastors of the tradition of the previous generation. His name was Rabbi Avraham Amar, the Rosh Yeshiva of Yeshivat Or Baruch. Rabbi Avraham Amar, he, lived in Bayt, he lives in Bayit Vagan. Hashem should give him a refuah shlema. And, and he uh, was kind enough to write a whole kuntras on my sefer. And he grew up in Meknes. Meknes is where Rabbi Rafael Berdugo was from. And he writes categorically that the Minhagin Meknes on Fridays was like the Torah Temet, not to read the Sefer Torah. So uh, when this ha- this happened not 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 long ago as well, this happened um, this Friday. Last time it happened was in Shnat Tavshin Ayin Dalid. That's about six, uh, no, seven years ago. Seven years ago. It happened seven years ago. I was in Toronto at the time. Yeah, yeah, I was in Toronto at the time, and 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 this happened then. And I, uh, so I thought we were going to go like the Torah Temet in the Moroccan Minagim. If you're not Moroccan, you would do Sefer Torah. If you're not, uh, uh, you, and if you are Moroccan, you wouldn't do Sefer Torah. So I had a discussion with a few of the Talmidei Chachamim. Then one of them was Rabbi David Banon. He actually wrote uh, a whole letter to me on this, and 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 he wrote. That he remembers that in the year Tavshin Mem Zayin, that's way back, Tavshin Mem Zayin, that is like 40, uh, not 40, uh, 36 years ago, uh, when um, what they had a discussion about this. No, I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. Even before that, much, much before that, he remembers that when he was in Casablanca, uh, this question came up as well. And the uh, and the uh, Avbedin there, I'm sure you remember him, Avi Rabbi Shimon Suisa, and he uh, and and they decided then that they sh- they would read the Sefer Torah. In other words, Meknes, the custom was not to, but it wasn't a uniform custom. And as a matter of fact, uh, I spoke to Rabbi Dayan, Rabbi Shlomo Dayan, about this that the Sefer Shufred Yosef Birdugo, another Rabbi Yosef Birdugo, writes that the Minhag was to, but Rabbi Rafael writes not that way. In other words, it wasn't so clear that everybody accepted the words of Rabbi Rafael Berdugo in this instant, and indeed they did read the Sefer Torah. So uh, what I would say is like this, I, I, I brought down in Magen Avot, Simantav Kufnun, that Rav Shreya Dabelitsky, 
He has a luach beito. He's one of the big mikubalim from Bnei Brak. He was niftar not long ago. He writes that somebody who has this minhag of not reading the Sefer Torah on Vaychal, they should continue that minhag. But if you don't know what your minhag is, the stama is like the Rama. And this is what Rabbi Yashif told me many times, that if a person doesn't know his minhag, he goes according to Ikaradin, which is Rama. So it seems to be that, that, that most communities would read the Sefer Torah Mincha and Shacharit anyways would read the Sefer Torah because it's... The Machlokit is only by Mincha, right? Because you're getting ready for Shabbat and Tirchad de Tzibura. So, which, which, is, oh, the, 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 the Piyut of, oh, I didn't get to the other things. Okay, that's a good point. So, either way, I think that, that, that the Minhag of the Sfaradim for sure, and even in Moroccan communities, is to read, uh, have the Kriyat Torah Mincha. Okay, that's detail number one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody, yeah, the, no, the Mikubalim don't comment on this. This has nothing to do with Kabbalah. This is more of uh, whether there's a whether there's a minhag of Tirchad Sibura or not. Okay, that's detail number one. Detail number two, by the way, while I'm on the inyan of of minhag, the Ashkenazim read the Haftara on minhag Ta'anit Sibur. Sfaradim don't. Besides, some Gedalia Shulchan Aruch says to read Dirshu, say dir, the, the Haftara of Dirshu. Uh, the Moroccans do like the Shulchan Aruch over here, and Eduta Mizrach don't. They say not to read the Haftarah ever on a Ta'anit Sibur. But what happens if one gets called up to the Torah in an Ashkenazim Yan for Shlishi, and he gets the Brachot? Is he allowed to do the Brachot of Birkot Haftarah? He's Faradi, he doesn't do the Brachot. So the Yaskil Avdi, which is Avadia Hadaya in Chelek Vav, Urachayim Siman Yutet, writes, it's not a problem of Bracha Levatala. We don't read... Because it's a tirchad de tzibura, it's extra, you know, that people are sitting on a fast, a haftarah, oh boy. But as a matter of fact, I see many Ashkenazim defecting to Sephardic min, uh, minyanim on da'ani tzibura because they don't want to hear the haftarah. So I have a proof that it's tirchad de tzibura. But he writes the askilavdi that if a Sephardi goes up there, he's a lot of reading. There's nothing wrong with reading, it's just because of tirchad de tzibura. Ruvavadi Yosef also and Chazanovadiya Ta'aniyot Amud Kuf Gimel also writes, especially you don't say vetzivanu. In the Brachot of Haftarah, it's a Birkat HaShevach. So, you're allowed to say Birkat HaShevach. Which is, by the way, why in our Sefer we write that women are allowed to say Baruch Sheamar and all the other Brachot, because it's a Birkat HaShevach. So, Rav Avadya didn't hold, doesn't hold that way, but it's interesting why over here he does evoke that Svarah. That on a Birkat HaShevach, you're allowed to, to say uh, Birkat Yotzer Or and Baruch Sheamar, even it's a Shazman Grama. Okay, I digressed. Getting back to, getting back to Asarab Devet Shechal Yod Be'erev Shabbat. There's also another detail. What about wearing talit and tefillin in the afternoon of Erev Shabbat? Okay, so here you're going to order me talit and tefillin. When do you wear talit and tefillin? There are many Sfaradim that have the custom of wearing talit and tefillin on a fast day in the afternoon. I know the Syrians follow that. At least many Syrians is what I've seen. Uh, the the and. The Moroccan Minag as well. And this is based on none other than the Bet Yosef. The Bet Yosef, if I'm not mistaken, is the Bet Yosef in Siman Mem Vav in Orachim. Mm. says that we, there's a mitzvah to get me'aberachot b'chol yom. Where are you going to get me'aberachot if you don't wear tefillin? And talit, even in the afternoon. There's nothing wrong wearing talit tefillin in the afternoon. Extra mitzvot. Some people wear tefillin, tal, talit and tefillin all day. 
So at least on a Ta'anit, where you fasted and you were supposed to have more Kiddusha, not like when people come in the afternoon, they say, oh, Rabbi, what fast is it today? Why are we fasting? Well, you shouldn't be fasting the whole time. If you don't know why you're fasting, you should at least look it up a little bit. Okay, but the, that, that's the... Uh, that, 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 that's the reality. Sometimes people don't know. But they're usually more bikidusha vitara. So therefore, you make a bracha on your talit. You make a bracha on your tefillin. Now, what about Erev Shabbat? Here, there are mikubalim that write that Erev Shabbat, already the kidusha of Shabbat starts coming in Erev Shabbat. You shouldn't wear your tefillin then. Those people who wear tefillin all day, like the yeshiva of Bet El, uh, the Yeshiva Mikubalim, they would take off their tefillin in the uh, Shabbat afternoon, Friday afternoon already. They would take them off. In other words, they'd be sitting in the Bet Midrash all day. Well, they were lucky. You know, they were they didn't have to help at home all the time. So they would already take off their Tadit and Tefillin on Friday afternoon. So the Kafa Chaim brings us in Ora Chaim Simen Chafei Sifkatan Kuf. He brings from the Chemdat Yamim, first of all, I think. Chet Yud, I think he means the Chemdat Yamim. That on Shabbat, you could pray with your talit and tefillin. And then he brings a whole slew of acharonim, not that way. Among them, the chida in the, uh, the Machzik Beracha, Siman Chaveo Tetzayin, and Chaim Sha'al, other places in the chida, that you don't wear your tefillin on Erev Shabbat. So Rabbi Yitzchak ben Walid, Rabbi Yitzchak ben Walid was the great, uh, the great Chacham from Tetuan, writes that uh, he brings this, this machloket down, and he writes, Better not to wear tefillin after chatzot, and that was the minag in Tetuan as well. Uh, not so simple. What other what other places did? Uh, as once again in Magen Avod in 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 the letters Tafresh Sadi Gimel. If I if I'm not mistaken, uh, Rav uh, Rav Banon writes over there. Rav, Rav David Banon writes to me that he remembers that they would wear tefillin. By Mincha Gedola. Yeah, this is what Rashim and Suisa told them that by Mincha Gedola they would wear tefillin, but not by Mincha Ketana. By Mincha Gedola they would wear tefillin, but not by Mincha Ketana. So here already in Tetuan they never wore tefillin, and in uh, and other places they Mincha Gedola they would wear, and and after Mincha Ketana they wouldn't wear. So that's a that's a the talit you should wear because then you get an extra bracha. Question is only only uh, only tefillin. So, uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure what we're gonna do. I think that the that the accepted most people are not gonna be those who do usually wear tefillin are not gonna be wearing tefillin this year based on this kafachaim. That once they see the yeshivat betel and others, they get scared and they don't do it. So it seems to be that 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 um, that that a lot of people wouldn't wouldn't wear tefillin even if they're praying in chagedola. If you're wearing chagedana, for sure you should wear tefillin. If you're wearing praying in chagedola, you should. Okay, another, another. Um, if you're praying Minchagidullah, some say you should, some say you shouldn't. Probably on this we would say Shave al Ta'ase Adif. It's better not to. Now, one more thing. Uh, yeah, we're not going to. I mean, subject to change, but so far, no. I would think that's the most Mikubal right now, not to. Now, uh, <laughs> now, now uh, just a few more very small details. Usually by, by Minchag Tana, you, we say birkat koanim. Um, we say birkat koanim as usual. Now this year, we some people after the fast is over, before they start kabbalat shabbat, they're going to go eat something because they don't want to come into shabbat hungry. 
Now, oh, so wait, so they're not going to come hungry. So the question is, is that, is that, uh, is that, what do they rely on? There's Bet Yosef that brings from the Mordechai, the Mordechai that way, about Asarab Tevit that fell out on Friday. He says he, uh, he, he didn't want, he came with like something to eat in the synagogue, so he ate a little bit right after the fast is over, and then he came to Kabbalah Shabbat. Usually you're not allowed to do that, because once you accept Shabbat, you're not allowed to eat before Kiddush. So most people don't do that. They wait till afterwards. But the Ben Yosef does bring if somebody's very hungry and it's very hard for him to wait till he gets home. We're not going to do a long, a long Friday night. So don't worry. We're not going to have a long one. We're going to do it very quickly. That you have to give up on. That, you're, I hear. That's a, I know. I hear. That's a good point. But on, on Ta'anid, we're monea for ourselves even from that. Just like some people don't even brush their teeth on the Ta'anid. Some people even don't brush their teeth on tani because they don't want to. They don't want to have any food enter their mouth, right? Because that's. Uh, what are you going to do that? Just you're going to get more hungry. Right, right. I, maybe you're saying maybe there's no kiddush in that area if you're going to spit out the food, even if you're going to swallow it. Yeah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, so that would be a good idea. I don't know about Minha. It's not nice to the wives. <laughs> but I guess but I guess there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I know in, in, in some synagogues they do that every Friday night. They have a Kiddush on Friday night. They have a Kiddush on Friday. Adam, you remember that? Yeah. In Toronto? Yes, on Friday night, there are some synagogues that they have a Kiddush Friday night. So for sure this Friday night they'll have. But other ones, you're going to be getting at the ladies that are going to be upset at you. So I not recommended that after a ta'anid, they're also in a bad mood, they're going to beat you up. Not, yeah, you can, you say regular, just you, the keilah has to be mindful that people didn't eat yet, so they have to, they have to finish a little bit earlier, right? Okay, so, um, so th- these are a couple of details that have to do with this year's tzom ta'anid, we shouldn't need it. And we should have a Gula Shema. Amen. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.